0: What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and
0: girls, dying time's here. Come with me if you want to live. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Boss will be with you, always. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, welcome back to 20th Century Geek. I'm your regular host, Scott Weatherly, and we are continuing our deep dive into the world of Ghostbusters fandom, and I'm being joined by yet another ghost head today, Devin from Channeling Spirits, the YouTube channel. How are you doing, Devin? You okay? I'm
0: phenomenal. How are you doing, Scott? you excited?
1: I am. I'm very excited. I'm always good. Yeah, it's great to be talking Ghostbusters. It's been a hell of a month for it. And yeah, uh, I
0: mean we are we are days away from the premiere.
1: Yeah, I've got have you got your tickets booked? I do. I do. I'm ready and rearing to go. Yes, I've got my tickets booked. I'm very excited. It's gonna be uh it, it's it's genuinely, it sounds really silly. I am genuinely nervous um about it. Not, is, not, it,
0: not is it surreal for you?
1: Yes. Yes, it is. It feels weird in a good way. Like I'm not going in negative but like you know I'm old enough uh, I was too young for the first one but I saw the second one in the cinema and so you know it's one of those I'm going in and it's like yeah it's been a lifetime thing so to go into this is going to be I'm going to make it like the only thing I can think of that's going to be a close comparison is sitting down watching Force Awakens and um, yeah you know, having those characters return, and so I'm, I've got that sort of vibe at the moment. So yeah, it's all good. But yeah, my
0: my brother was old enough to see two. I was two years old, and yeah. he got through the courtroom scene, and he just looked up at my dad and was like, "Dude, I'm done. I'm <laughs> I'm too young for this." So, I you know I've seen. Ghostbusters proper for the 30th anniversary they released in cinemas so I've seen you know it in cinemas Mm -hmm. but you know technically I've never really seen you know an in-canon Ghostbusters film you know really at its release so it's an exciting time you know I grew up watching the real Ghostbusters, Extreme Ghostbusters and just any little bit you know as there were many droughts throughout the franchise (laughs) and just gobbling that up. So it's, it's very exciting. And I would say very surreal. And yeah, I think, you know, Star Wars is another, you know, just kind of mega franchise and you have that trepidation, but also very much an excitement. There's desires, there's fears, there's, there's a lot of passion and energy. Yeah. I'm hoping to see some
1: costumes or at least some sort of, you know, people come in dressed, you know, you, we're sat here. I'm wearing the Ghostbusters t-shirt. You're actually wearing a flight suit. That's awesome. So, you know, that's what I'm hoping to see uh, when I go in on, on Thursday. Um, but let, let's wind back a little. Firstly, before we get into the ghost business, introduce yourself and your channel, because uh, I want to talk about that a little bit before we start. So, you know, channeling spirits.
0: Sure. Uh, so I'm Devin Dion. I'm the writer and editor of Channeling Spirits. So if you look us up, if you look up channeling spirits, you might find some weird stuff about channeling, you know, actual spirits. But what we cover is the supernatural in pop culture Mm -hmm. and answering questions you may not have known you wanted to ask, uh, like, you know, why does Dracula wear a cape? How does the proton pack work? So we cover a lot of Ghostbusters stuff because that's just a very big passion of mine. And we found a lot of other fans that have really responded to, you know, some of our videos. So it's an exciting thing. We started, uh, we're coming up on our fourth year, April of next year. So we've been doing it for a little bit. Uh, you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife is definitely going to re-energize, and mm. probably have to update some videos because you know we've had. Hey, well, so far this is how we know the PKE meter works. There yes. might be some new features that we need to update with. So it's an exciting time for us, but it's probably going to be a lot of work for our channel. So uh, it's something that I love to do, and you know, hopefully it's got people scratching their heads about, oh yeah, you know, could we build some of that equipment ourselves?
1: I so I've been and watched all the videos. Um, I watched them all. I, it was one of those where I was like, "Okay, I'll watch them over a couple of days," you know. But they're all quite short. They're all very succinct, very concise. You know, I think, don't think there's anyone really longer than fifteen minutes, which is
0: perfect. Bang through. Yeah, we try on. and we try and you know keep. There's there's a lot that you can get into. There's a lot you can go through, and it can get heavy. So we try and keep it, you know, concise, but mm. you know also getting getting to some interesting stuff
1: oh yeah no i loved them like, i got i banged through them they were great like i've really do, the history like you know putting laying out the the, the chronology of the film and actually because especially for your uh, when you did like the chronology or the history of like, what's happening before and during ghostbusters and then did the same thing for ghostbusters 2 it sort of answered some questions for me because in my head i've always thought like yeah, how long does does that film cover you know and then you yeah. actually had like dates you're like yeah this happens on september 17th and i'm like wow like fine that's awesome you know proper decent research the one that blew my mind and i loved was well, there's two of them what route did Stapoff take and what route <laughs> did vince clotho take that was excellent i really enjoyed yeah. those
0: videos they were great um what we what we try to do and you know i'm not I like headcanon. I think everybody's got their headcanon, but I try mm. and, you know, really give as much substantial evidence and not try and, you know, there's always going to be a room of, hey, this is just what what I think, you know, this is the date in my mind, but try and give, you know, some real basis of, hey, there's a lot of supplementary material that does point to th- there's a logical conclusion that, yeah, state puck may have started in the Hudson. So let's go from there. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed them.
1: Yeah, no, they were great. it. Uh, I love the fact, that like you say, you, you reference like, the, uh, the comics, but also like the novelizations and uh, some, you know, that minutia of detail in the film. So uh, yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Like that sort of rabbit holes I often disappear down, and uh, you know, of So wonderful stuff. And th- there's a link down below in the notes. And so yeah, go check out channeling spirits on YouTube. Um, but, but let's go back even further to your childhood. Then, so where did you come across Ghostbusters? And was it a big part you talk about your brother and stuff but was it a big yeah. part of your childhood?
0: Oh yeah so it I've been watching Ghostbusters since before I could remember so and I had to ask my brother because I was like, you know I can't remember when I started watching it because it's just kind of in that weird phase of memory and non-memory yeah and according to him, he said, you know I remember when I was a little kid It's was probably uh, 80 87 88. And he was watching real Ghostbusters with my mom on the bed. And so I asked my mom, I was like, okay, well, like, why did you allow, you know, this this little kid to watch the show that can be kind of scary? And pretty much she's like, listen, I could tolerate it. And it was just something that we could watch together. So I put it on. And what's interesting is my parents really loved SNL. And my dad actually went to high school with John and Jim Belushi. So uh, National Lampoon, SNL, that was a big thing for our family because my dad uh, literally, you know, grew up with one of them. So it was pretty exciting wow. to, you know, see. It was sad to, you know, have John pass. And that's really, if you know the story of Ghostbusters, the ghost yeah. of Slimer is, is mm. often, you know, said to be Belushi. Uh, the character Venkman was supposed to be John. so. Uh, it, it was a, it was sad, but you know, to see a legacy of sorts of the Belushi's kind of live on in a film that that I love is is exciting.
1: Yeah, it is. It's got, and that's 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 amazing. Was that same year? Was it in the same grade, or was it like
0: that? Was there a, a gap between your dad and the and the Belushis? He uh, so John would have been a senior. My dad was a freshman. They were on the same football team. Uh, Jim Belushi actually asked out my aunt and my uh, my late uncle was actually very good friends with Jim uh, Jim did I think canine in uh, the city of Chicago and my uncle Dan would visit him on set he did uh, a play or two with Jim so you know we, we had a, a pretty close collect- connection with the Belushi's my dad was much closer with John's uh, wife eventually mm. so wow. they were the the same grade yeah
1: True claim to fame there. That's like a mass, massive pop culture claim to fame. So that's awesome. Um, I, I like the fact that, like you say, you' you know, you, that, that introduction through sort of like parents, especially sort of in the 80s, <clears throat> this idea of the, the cartoon the parents would tolerate. I had a very similar sort of experience. You know, I was actually big into Transformers, and my dad's just like, my dad was just not, he's like, No, this <laughs> these changing robots are ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not I'm not dealing with that. And then, like I say, Ghostbusters become, he's like, I can deal with this because i've seen the film um and so it's so, a you know didn't introduce me to it but i think like you say it was tolerable so it's like yeah you can have this on; this is fine um and it obviously expands <clears throat> but the real ghostbusters is one of those amazing things i think the real ghostbusters seems to permeate through more so in some of the films we were, i said, we were talking about like I, was, I spoke to paul gandon the other day and he made a really good point that there's probably this generation that yet yeah, of the film the first film but then there's like a a tag-on to that of those slightly younger siblings or kids coming up that are actually introduced through the real Ghostbusters, and that's their gateway, that
0: and the, obviously the toys. Um, yeah, I, you know, what's interesting, if you think about Ghostbusters as a concept, it's a very it's a very adult film, mm. uh, and by no means probably should this have been a cartoon. It's kind of like Robocop yeah. and a couple of those, you know, early <laughs> 90s, 80s, you're like, why did that become a cartoon? But then if you think about the concept of you have this ability to fight a paranormal enemy, that is very childish or childlike, mm-hmm. and you can understand why kids latch on to that. You know, I remember being terrified of uh, the boogeyman in the real Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and that really kind of permeated my subconscious of like, this is what the boogeyman looks like. But you know, it taught you that you had these tools, and you could combat that. And that's kind of the exciting thing is, you know, when you cosplay as Superman, you got to have a certain physique. You, yeah. you know, if you don't quite match up to certain physical standards of Superman, <laughs> someone's going to look at you and go, what are you doing? But Ghostbusters could be anybody. They could, they're they slubby exterminators. You know, they, they are meant to look like the every man. <laughs> so that's exciting as well. It is. And it's one of the things I love most
1: uh, it's one, I think it's one of the only fandoms. I think you know, it happens. It does happen on a periphery of sort of like uh, Star Wars and like Star Trek and maybe a couple of others, where you'll have those that sort of like you know cosplay as the direct characters. You know, so they'll go as like Luke or Vader or whatever, or you know Kirk or Picard or wh- whatever those things are. And then then they have the outside where they're like, oh no, no, I'm just a Starfleet officer or Klingon yeah. or whatever. With Ghostbusters, that like, it's literally become a thing where you're like I don't know no one really does like the the four. They're just like, oh, I'm a Ghostbuster, and as you've got, yeah. you've got like, well, what's the name? What name have you got? Uh, what name have you got in your flight suit? Oh, mine's my last name,
0: so yeah. it's yeah. you know so I got you, to customize, yeah, you, got you know, and and that's, most you know I I have an Egon appearance, but I don't want to be Egon. I want uh, to be me exactly, and I absolutely
1: adore that about the fandom that like there's these franchises. You know and it's not just in the US, like you know, there's obviously I've seen them, That like, you know, you get them in like you said, Chicago and New York and New Hampshire. And I've seen them all over the place, Long Island. I've seen you know, and, it, and then even even in this country, not too far from me is like the Staffordshire Ghostbusters, and there's the new um, oh, I don't know to think that there's Newcastle that's got one, but like, there's a fraction The yeah. franchises. And the one of the best things, um, I love that they do is the No Ghost, which I'm wearing the No Ghost logo. The ghost sort of face and things obviously stays very similar, but all these guys have gone and like made um, their own logos and yeah. The, the first guy, uh, Aidan, I had on the month, uh, the diabetic Ghostbuster. He's got a, a, a patch on Etsy. Go check it out um, with the, for the diabetic Ghostbuster. I I love that, how all encompassing as a fandom it is. It's it's
0: amazing. Yeah and that's you know the you're supposed to wear you know the the classic no ghost on the right and then your franchise patch I, I don't have one yeah um but you know that's that's kind of the you know all right you know you're the greater Ghostbuster and then your local Ghostbuster it's it's an exciting thing and it's you know I know that the Firehouse they'll collect like a huge thing of patches from all over the world and uh, it's a big thing, you know, kind of designing and having your own franchise, and that it's permeating in in so many different ways and affect people you know it's it's an exciting time and whether how this movie does, you know ghostbusters will continue on to some degree because yeah. there's something intrinsic and exciting about just being able to lug that equipment and have those adventures yeah no and this is the thing, so one of the things you mentioned actually i don't know I want to get into this a little bit
1: is the videos you do and you said about making the equipment, the stuff. You've obviously got your flight suit. You got your the patch on with the name. Um, have you got like screen accurate um, pack proton wand PKE meter? Have you got have you have you gone that fast? Have you got like you know um full the full kit is what I'm asking.
0: Yeah. So actually right now I have my proton pack downstairs is disassembled because I'm upgrading it to the new afterlife pack. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, I I had my, you know, my pack that was kind of the generation two from the second movie. I'm disassembling it a bit to kind of update it to the the latest pack, if you will, Phoebe's pack. Yeah. Because that's kind of the exciting thing is, uh, you know, again, you can kind of be whoever you want in your own. Okay. Well I've got this pack from the latest movie and you know, you can have this pack. Uh, I've got a trap I built. I've got, you know, wonderful, uh, it's called a belt gizmo. Done Mm. by Ecto Labs. If any you know builders out there need a a great Belt Gizmo, he does a wonderful job. Light sounds, it's it's amazing. So and what's also nice is you know you can invest a lot of money, just like you know, Star Wars and the, the 501st, or you know, there's a lot of uh more manageable financially packs. There's the spirit pack. So, you know, I I like to think that, and not every bit of the fandom is accepting, but you know, I like to think that, you know, let's not have gatekeepers, you know, let's, yeah, let's exactly. allow everybody to, you know, enjoy it and whatever degree you want to commit, go ahead. Yeah, no, I love that.
1: Um, it was funny because some of the conversations I've had online, uh, just on, just, you know, DMs and stuff to where I've been doing this and, I was talking to a cosplayer and stuff, and he was doing something similar. Like he was upgrading his pack and doing some bits, and he was saying like, like he was going on like Reddit and Facebook, and he's like he's checking other people are saying like, yeah, this is this is wire and it's this color and it does this and it's going to here and like I'm like, wow, that's a level of detail and attention to detail that's so impressive. Um, It's a real commitment. I'm I am I'm always impressed with cosplayers when they sort of see them and you know, um, the the detail in the pack um it's just so fun you know maybe one day there is the temptation
0: um i'm not i mean you know there if you ever want to you know reach out to the right people there's there's definitely the wrong people to reach out to but you know there's there's a Max Factory is kind of doing piece by piece where you don't have to, you know, know the screws to, mm. it comes with the screws, comes with the Allen wrenches. There, There's some options out there and, you know, I'd more than happy to help you out or, or anyone, you know, feel free. Uh, I'm on Twitter, on YouTube, you know, reach out to me. I love helping, you know, up and comers, because when I was first building my pack a couple of years ago, you know, there was gbfans.com forum, And and there were some gatekeepers there. And it was sometimes hard to get some of that information of like, hey, how do I, you know, install this motherboard Mm. to the actual shell? And sometimes that's hard to get those that that info out there. But you know, I'm of the big belief, like, hey, let's let's help each other out because at the end of the day, you know, we're we're all just having fun goofing off, busting ghosts. Yeah. And like I say, the, the
1: idea, the way that a fandom grows and continues to be successful is by is by welcoming anyone yeah. and everyone that's that that's fantastic uh, yeah i will actually i might i might take you up
0: on that i won't let my wife hear you i'm saying that but uh i made it <laughs> I, I won't i won't tell but it, it's fun stuff you know when you do kind of first boot that up with you know if you go lights and sounds when you have that when your friend finally cross the right wires and you're like mm. okay you know you feel like that mad scientist that i'm sure you know <laughs> egon and ray felt when they had yeah. that like successful test boys excellent now that's amazing it's fantastic um
1: what about other areas you know do you are you sort of into you you are literally at the moment drinking from a ghostbusters 2 thermos mug um for the kids and um have you sort of you know obviously we mentioned real ghostbusters but what about like um the comics and everything from like you know there was was the marvel and stuff in the the 80s which was real ghostbusters to idw stuff you have you followed any of that do you follow the continuity in those ways
0: uh i when i was a little kid you know i read the now the marvel comics yeah and you know i had a few of those i definitely followed idw uh between you and me i had the artist reach out uh to use some of my digital graphic design work uh if you know the uh ghostbusters year one there's Mm -hmm. an alternate cover uh collection where it's kind of looking at janine's desk A few of those items were based on some of my uh, graphic design work. So Winston's check and the newspaper that he's looking at. Uh, So yeah, I I definitely follow the comics. You know, I've reached out to Eric and Dan and they're, they're great guys and saddened that they're not at the moment, you know, still doing uh, more stuff. I don't know if maybe they lost the license or they're just kind of letting it settle for a bit until afterlife comes out, but yeah, I've, read the comics and were you a fan of them? Oh, I love them. Absolutely.
1: I've got the big hardbacks. I made sure I've got a lot. I, I love, I think they're fantastic. I think, yeah, I've got all the, uh, it's again, it's one of those that sort of like it created um, the world building um, in, in the comics is so good. Um, and it's one of those that sort of works on so many multiple layers where it's like, Oh yeah, look, here's the jokes are up or the, the actions up front or, you know, the drama's up front and you're following the bust, you know, the ghostbusters at the fort and then they'll introduce the new characters. And obviously you know, there's all those legacy characters that sort of like they bring in. But the amount of background jokes
0: <laughs> and Easter eggs. Um, when, uh, when you're reading it, do you read it with the characters' like voices? it's yeah,
1: it's, it's an odd mix and
0: match. Weird. sometimes I feel like I'll hear like almost like the real Ghostbusters like that's, Lorenzo music yeah. but sometimes I'm like oh that's a that's a very Bill Murray line but often I'm reading in a character's voice and I do think that Eric really matched up the 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 voice of those characters
1: uh, spot on yeah and I, I that's exactly what what you've said there is exactly how I feel sometimes I'll read it you know a story and it, it'll feel like I'm I'm hearing like Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd. And in others, I'm not. I'm hearing the real Ghostbusters version. Egon more so than 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 Venkman. Mm. Um, I feel very much sort of like that. The, some of the the tone and stuff, I sort of get between the two. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it's fantastic. I've really enjoyed. It. And again, like talking about how open it is, the crossovers have been you know so much fun. It's it's opened up to, um, you know, it gets real. They've had, they've had IDW and the real Ghostbusters IDW and. and um the 2016 ghostbusters and then they obviously crossed over with ninja turtles and transformers and and
0: and it's all been for me the uh ninja turtles ghostbusters those are you know two of my favorite franchises as a kid (laughs) to have them you know get together and and to see that just kind of hilarity and and fun was you know a match made in heaven so i I definitely check out you know if if anybody's a passing, you know, fan and's got some interest, check, check it out. You know, it's. Yeah. I, I would say it only gets better as it goes on.
1: Oh, definitely. It's the and this one's about The world building, like the characters they introduce, are so good. It's so well done, and it honors it honors the canon in the best possible way. Like, um, the the game uh is is often considered canon, and I think you know people often sometimes debate that, but the comics consider it canon, and I love the fact that they don't name the rookie. Like they just keep calling yeah. him like different things. So, um. It's got these little things like that that are just so, you know, they get it. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, one of the things I was going to say is you said, because it's, 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 I don't know what's going on at the moment. I've been trying to investigate it for a couple of months because I have um, some of them hard copy. In fact, I've got most of i got almost all of them hard copy, but I did also get them digital through comiXology. Mm. Um, so, that you know, I can read them day and release. But they're not on there anymore. Like I've got uh, the ones I've bought are still on my are still in my, you know, in my whatever, in my archive, in my collection. But it's
0: not available no, anymore if you, to any. Yeah,
1: if you search Ghostbusters in comicology, there is nothing in the IDW um, store. And so I've googled it online, and everyone everyone else seems a bit confused. Like, yeah, they're not on. There's nothing on the Sony website to talk about it. There doesn't appear to be anything on the on the um idw website to talk about them and there was going to be apparently they were saying they were going to do something more and then it just sort of went quiet so i'm very curious as to is it linked with afterlife and
0: i know eric the writer has gone on to do beast wars i know dan is Hmm. currently doing godzilla i think with eric so both of them kind of moved on to other projects now it's not to say that they couldn't come back but it, right now it does seem like the the franchise is is taking a, a little bit of a pause so you know mm. maybe we'll get some back like i did a have a enough. you know a quick question for you so you know you're pretty familiar with the video game the 2009 video game do you think and this gets a little bit into speculation so i don't want to go too hard but do you think it still might be canon with afterlife I, all right all I, I, right mm. i guess two-part question Do you want it to be, and do you think it is? Um, Yeah, all right, that's two different questions. Do I want it to be? Um,
1: Do you know what? Uh, I would like it all to be. Um, However, I have a sneaking suspicion, and this is complete speculation. I know nothing, you know. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion this is a... Um, like a Halloween scenario. It's a sneaking Halloween scenario, as in we are going to have Ghostbusters and then there's going to be multiple continuities. You can go Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, Ghostbusters the video game, and then the comics if you want. Or you can have 2016 Ghostbusters, or you could just have Ghostbusters. I have a really weird sneaking suspicion Afterlife is... Ghostbusters Ghostbusters Afterlife I'm not even sure okay. Ghostbusters 2 is going to be in continuity anymore or if it is they're going to
0: diminish uh, it
1: yes That's
0: fair Yeah I, I don't know what about you I love the video game so Great. much you know for me by 2009 you know I had resigned that there's not going to be a Ghostbusters 3 the fact that Dan Aykroyd at the time had considered it canon, considered it the third mm-hmm. film, I was satisfied. I was like, "This completes the trilogy." So I, I love that game dearly. I would love it for be for it to be canon. Sadly, I don't think it is. I've watched you know only snippets of of trailers and such, so I don't have a very informed decision. But I could easily see it. You know, to your point where. You know, I think Jason Brightman's a, an amazing director. Uh, I think, you know, he does a lot of wonderful service in this new film, but I don't know if he's going to bend over backwards to try and accommodate a video game that maybe not everyone has played. So I could easily see it, uh, sadly, going to the wayside.
1: Yeah, but I think, you know, you say going to the wayside. I think it's going to be one of those things of, more, you know, it's all about the multiverse these days, you know it's all about the multiverse. I, I honestly think like you know it'll be choose your own adventure. Like, as I say you know with Halloween, like you know there's you can go straight through with Halloween one, two, forget three, four, five, six, yeah three 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 is its own thing and then you can say, well actually, you know, there's Halloween one, two, h2o and then so on and so forth. Like, I think there's that if you want it to be in continuity, It may not work with Afterlife, but it works with the first two films. That can be a continuity and so on and so forth.
0: Well, and that's what I honestly don't understand why there is such frustration with franchises. Because at the end of the day, if you enjoy Star Wars and you want to, in your own head, say there's only three films in Star Wars, that's it. No one's stopping you. (laughs) But the idea to try and police that to others and say, no, 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 you can't have this or that, that's just silly there's going to be parts in any franchise that you're just not going to love. And that's mm-hmm. fine. Nobody's asking you to love it. Somebody else may. So yeah, you know, no one can take away that video game and I'll, yeah. I'll always be able to enjoy it. And, you know, yeah, you can kind of exist in your own head and say, yeah. And in this multiverse, this world, it, it went this direction for this. They were out of business for decades and now they're back. And, yeah. you know, that's the exciting part. It is. And that's, yeah, I'm very,
1: and that's the sort of thing. It's going to be, um and you know i'm hoping I'm, I'm i'm expecting um you know now i'm speaking to you about it i think it's going to be what happened between ghostbusters 2 and ghostbusters afterlife you know where there will be a video i'm receiving so i'll be sort of
0: waiting I, I will with definitely breath. i'll be taking well first first viewing i'm going to see it multiple times i don't know about mm. you you know mm-hmm. first viewing i just want to enjoy you know it's just taking in the spectacle there'll be a couple viewings after that where i'm taking notes just (laughs) trying to be like oh okay uh yeah 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 and uh, a lot of dissection but i'm very excited to you know update our videos and yeah and and try and piece together maybe some puzzle pieces and easter eggs and you know hopefully not make too much of an assumption on well this is what i think happened between the two films but try and have an educated guess because that's what i enjoy doing is Mm. you know trying to provide you know a logical hey this makes sense because, not just because I want it to.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I, I, I kind of like those things as well. That sort of, and that's what I, I like your videos when they do say like, you know, we're leaning on canon and soft, you refer to a as soft canon. Those things that are sort of on the periphery, but you know, they make sense to be included. Like they yeah. don't contradict the main canon. Um, One of the things I was going to ask about as we, as we go through is is, we've all got, um and in your collection is is, is I think we will definitely be superior. We've all got these different bits and pieces in our, in our uh, collection, whether it be memorabilia or, or whatever. For your Ghostbusters thing, not, I don't need to parade it out, but what's if you've got like a crown jewel, if you've got something that you're like, this is my cool little item, you know, this is my little nugget.
0: I that's a very good question. And, you know, it's, it's probably the, the pack that I'm building because of, you know, the amount of effort. Mm-hmm. I, I decided a long time ago, and this speaks to people who have probably been wanting to build a pack for a while, way back in the, I'll say the dark ages, you know, was probably early 2000s, you know, or when the internet was starting to be a thing, there were some, the old norm plans, which were done in like Microsoft Paint And it was trying to piece together, you can still find them online in in dark corners of like, okay, let's try and make a pack with Mm. almost no knowledge, almost no photos, except for, you know, VHS copies of how to build this pack. And since, you know, then I've wanted to build a pack and it's been, you know, this gradual journey of, you know to see now we have people who literally have molds of of the spangler pack mm-hmm. you know we are we're getting to the point that it's no longer i'm pretty sure this is what they use to make this it's now we know and or we have the exact measurements of the pack and i i love that you know i love being able to look at someone's pack and go oh my gosh i can appreciate you have genuine Nike oil uh, wiring you know tubing yeah. that's amazing I know what that costs you. And then, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, so much of, you know, a snob to say like, Oh, you don't have that, but to be able to recognize someone else's hard work. uh, I, you know, I, I went through a lot of effort and I'm still probably, I'm in the middle of building two other packs just because it does become a little, you know, once you start one, (laughs) you always want to upgrade it. You always want to kind of do one better. the
1: itch is on you get in the itch. Oh, that's the thing. I know that's saying. Yeah. You know,
0: I'd love to, you know, say that, you know, I I have this signed by Dan Aykroyd or or Ernie. Um, My wife did uh, a cameo, though, uh, for Ernie Hudson did a cameo for my birthday. And that was really amazing. Ernie did the flight suit, uh, you know, to address me by name. You know, it was uh, that was really special. So... (sighs) outside of a physical thing to yeah, have, yeah. you know, Ernie, you know, address you and say, Hey, you're a Ghostbuster, man. I was like, Oh,
1: man, that, that is awesome. He, he seems like, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. Cause like, Ernie, you see Ernie Hudson and he's, he's clearly got a passion for it and he loves the fans and like, you know, he's done those you know, in conventions and he does those sorts of things. And then you watch the films and I'm like, man, you got done short. Like, you know, I so oh, wish, yeah. And this, we'll go into speculation in a minute, but that's one of the things I'm sort of like, you know, I don't want to be a main character, but like, you know, do
0: Winston write, you know, they, and if if you're familiar with the original script, and we're talking yeah. about, you know, way way back when he was just, you know, a, a much bigger character, there were only three Ghostbusters, he had all the best lines, mm. and they slowly chipped away. Uh, He's the one who thought of, you know, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man because of uh, campfires in North Carolina. He had all the best lines that were just slowly taken from him. And even by Ghostbusters 2, you know, I I thought they could have done a little bit more to maybe write that. And they didn't. So I'm hoping for one that Ernie gets, especially as, you know, been a torchbearer of sorts Mm. in this franchise, you know, Give give him something, you know. Give him give him a few more lines. Give him a yeah. few more justice. Yeah. Well, my understanding is that like the script he read that's for when he signed
1: on, as you say, it was like that original script, which I, I've also been told is, or advised it's like the um, the one that was shown to Eddie Murphy when they were trying to sort of court him. Mm-hmm. And so he, yeah, the character he was signing on for was very different to the the character that that Winston became and you know again like i still love the character like you know and ernie is great in in both films but yeah he, he needs something that's like a little bit juicier um and i'm hoping they sort of like yeah. you say they do him right in the new film um so you know you say and he you know his weirdly his cameo in the 2016 Ghostbusters is actually you know bill gets probably the larger but like i, I think ernie's is, is uh you know it's a decent cameo so it's, it's it's rightfully so but yeah um moving up then we will sort of cover off let's cover a little bit of speculation then. we've talked about what we want you know a couple of things but is there anything and this isn't you know not to go into too much to spoilers or anything but anything you'd want to see
0: in in afterlife what's the thing that you're sort of like you know that i have i've I've wrangled with this for a little bit right when I was a a kid even when I was a kid watching real Ghostbusters I didn't care for the Kidbusters Mm. I felt that was very it was very evidently what it was and I always I don't care even when I was a kid watching you know shows I never needed that proxy of oh Mm -hmm. the kids are being that character I didn't need Robin to enjoy Batman I like Batman you know the power fantasy is that you get to be the adult so when you know i i didn't have a visual reaction when you know i heard that there were going to be predominantly younger potentially busters and now that i'm a new father i will say that i've definitely softened on that hard edge of like i i don't know if how i feel about there being younger busters because as you know you said earlier at some point, the franchise is either going to be filled with a bunch of old men who only want to watch two movies, or you know, it expands and, and younger audiences do get to enjoy that. And I am excited for that. I, I think from what limited I've seen, I do think that it it looks good and doesn't look goofy, it doesn't look pandering. Yeah, I I think that's the that's the key thing,
1: isn't it? Is pandering. I mean, um, you know, I've had others again in conversation, just friends and everybody saying, like, "Oh yeah, no, it looks more like a kids' film. It's got, you know, it's all, it's going to be all about kids." And then I'm like, um, "Yeah, but have you seen Goonies or The Monster Squad <laughs> or The Gate? Like, you
0: know, the, <laughs> we can still have." Kids. I love Stranger Things.
1: Yeah, Stranger Things. Like, you know, you can still do these things and have an edge or have a tone. And so I, I'm. You know, as you said, sort of, you know, I think Jason Reitman is a great director. Ivan Reitman is producing. Um, you know, for, for Bill Murray to actually come back,
0: you know, that that gives it, I think that gives it a bit of weight. Um, for, for tone, you know, how do you feel about the tone of kind of what you've seen? Do you think it's going to be a little bit more horror, a little bit more serious, a little bit more touching, a little bit more comedic? You know, it's very hard to tell from, is, you know, limited footage. Yeah.
1: It's, it's interesting, because when I first saw it, I thought, oh, they're leaning into that, the more into sort of the action comedy. It's, you know, it's going to be that sort of like, there was very much sort of like the car screeching around the corner and, you know, giving it the um, the what's-it seat popping out. In, oh, okay, they're going to go for the thrills. I've got a problem with that. It looks good. And then you see the later trailer and you've got like, I don't know if you haven't seen the trailer, but like that, the zombie in the cafe um and i was like oh hang on you know if they're willing this sort of seems like a bit of a are they telling us that they're going to go other places you know this is a sort of it's a nod for the first one because the zombie taxi driver clearly get that but it's a bit more of like oh no we are going to do something a little bit scary Like we are going to try for those scares so i'm hoping i don't think i've seen anything in the trailer that screams um you know like true horror but I'm hoping they'll go for something with a little bit of, a bit of edge. That's what I'm hoping.
0: Yeah, I think the brilliance and there's a lot of brilliance to the first film, and I could go on a three-hour tangent in of that. But you know, the the wonderful nature of it's not confined to a specific genre. Mm. You know, if you were to point at ten different people and say, "What is Ghostbusters?" You know, you might predominantly hear it's a comedy, but there are very horrific elements, oh, yeah. and I think there's a wonderful. Interplay and uh, I think you know comedy and horror both have a setup and a payoff. Yes, and there is both a you know, there's a twist, and at a dime, it can either become comedy or horror because it's that tension into that lead up. And that's where I think you know dark comedies like you know the 80s dark comedies, gremlins, ghostbusters, a lot of those were very brilliant a because mm. they weren't so inhibited by you know a rating system <laughs> but there, there was an interplay there and i'm hoping there's some of that i think some of the adult nature is going to be probably not present in this one mm. there might be maybe a few jokes for mom and dad but i, I don't think it's going to lean too much into that this does seem to be a little bit of a, a love letter both to Ivan Reitman and Jason has said to his daughter, who I believe is McKenna Grace's age. So it's mm. very clear that, you know, having a, a female protagonist of sorts, you know, is is definitely seeming like, a, hey, you know, this is a a little bit of a nod to her. I enjoy that familial motif that is, you know, metatextual as well as textual. I think that's exciting, but I, I'm, I'm hoping it's, it's a lot of well put together genres that mingle Together.
1: Yeah, I I agree. a melting pot of different bits and pieces. Um, it one of the things that came across, especially that first trailer. Um, and again, I think you know, it comes from Jason Reitman being a similar age to us, you know, and that sort of like that that generational gap is there felt like a not, you know, there's the Reitman influence because obviously it's a ghost sustaining he's got the Reitman Ivan Reitman on his shoulder as producer there's a Spielberg feel to this idea that the family dynamic and, mm-hmm. you know, coming down to a small town, um, you know, family. And so I'm thinking, okay, if, if he's got that touch as well, you know, he's going for that sort of Spielbergian heart, you know, doesn't have to be smalty, not sort of like saccharine, but like that little bit of heart, then yeah, great. Like it'll make the, you know, it makes the drama a bit more punchy and that sort of thing. So yeah. Um, a, 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 I think a melting pot would be, well, yeah. Like you say, what I, if done right, you know. Um, but yeah, no, and this is why I'm nervous. This is why I sort of like you know, means you, you speculate about it, and I'm sitting there going, like, yeah, there's, be, be that and in my head, I'm like, I, I've all I've heard, and again, this is probably the circles I'm, I, you know, that like people that you and I traversing is predominantly positive. Like you know, not spoilers, but people saying like, it's good. It does what it's supposed to do. It's, you know, Ghostbusters fans are going to love it. You know, it's re- it's a real sort of like a gateway to the next generation. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm hearing m- mostly good things. And so I'm going in positive, but I'm trying to sort of temper that as well, which.
0: I, I think, though, it has a good pedigree. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if Jason Reitman was not a, a very solid director in his own, in his own right, and he had not done a series of films several several very successful films that have their own voice mm. i and i wouldn't be a little bit more worried yeah. if all of a sudden they just tapped ivan reitman's son because ivan reitman's son it, you know in the same way as like oh we'll have bill murray's you know so no it it has to have its own warrant yeah and for a while i know jason was like i don't want to do Ghostbusters. it's it's not for me and it wasn't until he had a story to tell and you know all the 2016 aside i i think that this is a good i mean i would say it's a good moment to have it i think last year would have been a great time to have it but (laughs) you know all all of that aside you know i think it's the right director Mm. i hope it's the right script i i think you know technology has advanced so you know it's it's in a good place and i'm excited for it i really am i'm not i'm trying not to worry too much about it i'm trying not to think too much about you know what i want it to be and just let it be itself
1: yeah no that that's a good point like let it be its own thing and enjoy it for that what okay one final question around speculation and then we'll move on to sort of the last last question um What do you want this to mean for the franchise? Uh, And by that, I mean, sort of like, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, more comics, more cartoons, like widening the franchise with more
0: films. What, what would you want to see? So, and this, this goes back to a very personal level. And this is where I really connect with, with Jason is I have a, uh, an eight month old daughter Mm -hmm. and I would love, and I'm not going to force anything upon her, but I would love for her, you know, who is about at you know, a young age to be, you know, introduced into a franchise that I love and to be able to have that connection, you know, in the same way that my mom sat in a bed watching the real Ghostbusters with my brother, that there's a parental and, you know, child connection to have that with my daughter and to her to be able to see Phoebe and McKenna Grace and, to not be maybe bogged down by, uh, you know, only only old men can be Ghostbusters, and I know there's some fans who strongly disagree with that, but I really hope as a parent for her to be able to have that figure, and want to have that you know connection because that's exciting to me. It's an exciting mm. thing to share, you know, not just with with peers and friends, but to also be able to share that on a on a on a level of being able to pass the torch myself. So for me, I want it to be something that she can enjoy. I want to enjoy it. If I don't, and it's not my favorite thing, it goes back to choose your own adventure. I can end it with the video game. I can end it with Ghostbusters 2, the real Ghostbusters, the comic. I, I hope there are more comics. Yeah. I hope you know there's there's more excitement in the build community to say, okay, well, now we got to build the RTV. You know, how, how what wheels are they using that's exciting for me because Lord knows I have enough things to build, but it's always good to have <laughs> more stuff. Yeah. So uh, it's already been exciting for me, you know, to be able to get some Stave Puff marshmallows and uh, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, there's
1: so much potential. I always think there's so much potential. And one of the most disappointing things for me, and you said about there being droughts within the franchise you now across the years is I sat, you know, as I've grown up and I've, you know, I'm, uh, gracefully meeting in my middle age. Um, I look back and I think, like, you know, there's been multiple iterations of the Transformers cartoons. Like, you know, I love that Gen 1 first, that first generation cartoon. I absolutely adore it. Same with Ninja Turtles. Like, there's been multiple iterations of the Ninja Turtles. Um, he Man's even had, like, you know, multiple iterations. My Little Pony. They've
0: got like two cartoons right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My Little Pony has had like multiple generations and different things. Yeah. And, you know, it all fits those different people. And that's wonderful. And then I'm like, excuse me.
0: <laughs> where's our turn?
1: Where, yeah, where's our cartoon? Like, you know, we had the real Ghostbusters, the extreme Ghostbusters, and then it sort of stopped. And I was like, it, it feels like the time now for like, you know, a, 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 uh, for, for that to happen. You know, I'd love to see like a Ghostbusters, a real Ghostbusters revival cartoon or something. Not with the animation, do, do what you want to do, but just re-bring, you know, bring back a cartoon film. them
0: do you think that has to do with the fact that it's hard to separate peter vankman the character from bill murray or or any of those very iconic performances that it's very you know that there's always a judgment of like Oh well, they don't sound or they don't act like that. You know, the same way we're talking about the IDW comic, it does a very good job getting that voice correct because that's so intrinsic to Ghostbusters. It's the voice. But this again comes back to take the Ninja Turtles.
1: Like the Ninja Turtles have had multiple iterations. You can use Transformers, but let's use the turtles because there's four of them. Raphael, and the 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 the, the, the film is its own thing, but like. After a while, like Raphael, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Jonathan, independent personalities—they've all got that. But there's a core to them. There's like a sense of like, mm. you know, uh, I could even just quote the theme tune from the first cartoon. But you know, like Raphael is—he's the sort of like, you know, he's the grumpy one. He's the sort of the impulsive one. And Then you know, so Leonardo's always you know, trying to keep trying to keep order. He wants to be the leader. He wants to be the best. And you know, Michelangelo's the party dude. You know. I think you could do that, reboot, rebrand or update, but then you go back and go, okay, well, we know that Peter is this, Egon is this. You know, you keep that sense. In the same way that the IDW cartoon, uh, comics have done it. Mm. If anything, sometimes I read that comic and I'm like, I love this comic. It could be a storyboard. Like, why is this not animated? Like, put this on a screen. Um, I think you could do it really well. Um and I I it, it baffles me as to why it's not happened. But I I hopefully coming soon. Yes, yes. Well, it, it was announced, was it very, very recently, that there is news that there's gonna be a show, uh, a Ghostbusters TV show.
0: I've heard uh, so many whispers through the years. I yeah. remember when 2016 was happening, there was Dan Aykroyd saying there's going to be a whole universe. We're going to have an animated show, and and a, a guys only Ghostbusters, and they're going to intermingle with the girls but Ghostbusters. And I, I guess I'll believe it when it's a little bit more tangible. When I when yeah. I do see you know that trailer, that, that okay, it's announced, it's happening. When that
1: drops, yeah, I'll, yeah. I will. I'll be very so sort of, very excited. Um, yeah, to be part of Ghost Corps. I mean, that's the dream, isn't it? I'd love to see what you know goes on in those hallowed halls or somewhere wherever when they talk about these things. Um, anyway, we've been talking for long enough, and I appreciate your time, and it's, it's it's getting on. So we've talked about your fandom, we've talked about everything else. And but um, before we go, though, there is a final question: Do you believe in ghosts?
0: I I do. I've actually encountered a few. So it really kind of depends on what story you want to hear, whether you want to hear about the Hat Man, my. Best friend who lived across from a graveyard, or our current house. You know, ch- choose one of the three. I'll try oh, and you know, me on keep the, it the one.
1: Keep me on the choose. Choose my own adventure. Um, yeah. To a hat man because the hat man is a recognized, um, you know, uh, one of those sort of supernatural
0: entities. I think people recognize. So tell yeah, tell me about your encounter with the hat man. So. And for, for those not aware, the hat man is, it's, no one's really sure what this entity is. It is a, a figure that is essentially a walking silhouette that mm-hmm. appears in a fedora and a trench coat. And I was not aware of this was a paranormal entity. I didn't know anything about it. So just kind of keep that in mind. I was in high school. I happened to be staying up late. It was in the, it was in July, 2005, I think. And I had been watching a program on M. Night Shyamalan. And apparently it was, a, it was like a mockumentary where essentially it was, it was building some hype for some when he was still a, a bigger director, uh, uh, mm. not quite as tarnished, we'll say, as in his <laughs> later years. I enjoy it. But uh, th- it was this idea that a lot of his films were based on his real life experiences, that he, was, he saw ghosts, That, you know, these, and I don't remember the name of it, but it kind of creeped me out Mm -hmm. and it got me thinking like, that's really weird. You know, what if, what if you could see ghosts and me personally, I think if you invite certain things into the world and, you know, I think I was in the headspace of kind of inviting, if you will, paranormal supernatural experiences, I, you know, couldn't really sleep, got in bed, it's late at night. And the important thing is, uh, from a weather standpoint, it hadn't rained. And that comes into play later. So I'm sitting in bed. I can't really fall asleep. And I'm, I'm just staring out at a cross. And, you know, it's one of those, I don't remember where, you know, whether he just appeared. But all of a sudden, there is this man in my room. It's dark, but, you know, your eyes have adjusted so I can see him very clearly. I see in his trench coat drops of water. And I remember thinking in my head, it didn't rain. Not it's, whoa, who the hell is this person? Why is he in my room? But that went through my head. Like, that's that's really weird. And I remember I just kept trying to see his face and I couldn't. And I was just kind of drawn into this void. And if you know how, you know, people feel, I could feel kind of a sinister smile without seeing it. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I knew intrinsically, this is bad. You know, if you have ever felt evil, That's the only way I can describe it. You know, I hazard to say people are ever evil, but I will say that whatever that thing was, it felt evil and I didn't like it. And I was just paralyzed, whether it was fear, whether it was sleep process, you call it what you will. And like in a movie, you know, I blinked and all of a sudden he was just feet closer. And then he just kind of slowly crept up to me. And I just couldn't move. And I kept trying to stare at his face. I just, as if I could see his face, then I could recognize then I could control this mm. creature. And then his arm just crept up and he just sunk it into my chest. And I just remember having this moment of terror, like he's trying to get inside me. And I just kept feeling that sinister smile without seeing it. And for whatever reason, power that be you know after what felt like an eternity i managed to just throw myself up out of my bed i ran downstairs to our basement i just turned on everything i could i turned on every light i turned on every lamp the tv any anything and at the base of the basement stairs he's just standing there just waiting for me at the threshold of the light and it scared the shit out of me and it was years later that I stumbled on to, oh yeah, I called him the dark man. Mm-hmm. And people report a very similar thing. This this entity appears, he looks like this, he appears in bedrooms a lot of time, not always. Sometimes, you know, people are, are kind of in their beds, but that seems to be the predominant, predominant story. And that maybe freaked me out even more is that this wasn't just me. Uh, that yeah. there may have been it wasn't psychosis, you know, it was. Whether it is sleep paralysis and there is a collective conscious where we all have this weird figure we imagine is still weird in and of itself. Oh yeah,
1: no, I agree. I think the Hatman as an entity, um, is a fascinating sort of like you say, is a, is a whether it be a collective un- uh, unconscious kind of thing, or if it is a single or multiple entities or whatever it is, you know, interdimensional beings. People have said all kinds of different pieces. It's fascinating how this has come across, and it's not. And the thing to confirm, because you know, I've, I've obviously I've read about these things. But it's not just Western cultures. Like this this figure has appeared mm-hmm. like all over the world. <laughs> so it's not like you go, yeah. oh, it can be associated with this thing in this culture. No, 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 it's appeared in, you know, like Japan and America. It's appeared in Britain and in Europe, Australia. Like people have reported this everywhere. So it's absolutely fascinating. And I just want to say thank you very much. I'm going to bed after this. And so I'm I'm now going to have to watch some cartoons just to chill myself.
0: (laughs) There's been many a nights when I've had to kind of mentally say, I'm not going to go down that road because I'll, I could invite something Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to do that again. I've, I've been there. Uh, So I, I pray that, you know, nobody has to encounter something like that. It's a, it's a very terrifying, at least in my experience, it was a very terrifying and dark thing. I do not think it's a spirit personally, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise anyone calling or asking for that.
1: No, it's a fantastic, that's a fantastic story. I mean, it's, it's legit, creepy piece of story, um, and I totally agree with this thing of, of if for for good and bad. If you open yourself up to something, it becomes a bit like a beacon, or an, you know, you can welcome and you can welcome in good just as, well as you can welcome in bad. Um, and sometimes I don't think we know we're doing it, and I think that sort of you yeah, know, you need to know those things. Anyway. But that, you know, Devin, that's been an absolute fantastic conversation. So even thank you very much. Uh, well, thank for you for in. having me. No, great. And, and, and I, you know, I will take you on the offer at some point. I'm, I will definitely reach out uh, about um start to build the pack. I think it might be something I, I've been tempted for a while. So maybe I'll see what I can feel after Christmas. about you know, new year, new challenge. Um, but anyway, before we go, where can people find you? Where can people find Channeling Spirits?
0: We are most predominantly on YouTube. That's where you're going to find our videos. If you, like I said, just type in Channeling Spirits, you're probably going to find some weird stuff. But if you type, type in Channeling Spirits Ghostbusters, we're pretty quick to pop up. One of our most popular videos is How Does the Proton Pack Work? Where we go over both the history and the physics. It's one of my personal favorites. So if you're looking for a place to start to see, you know, do you like, like our style? Or are you interested in some of the stuff we explore? It's a good place to start. Uh, We are on Twitter and Instagram and we also have a Patreon if you're looking Mm -hmm. to support us you can get some behind the scenes uh, information what we're working on next you know if you want to have some input and maybe say hey I'd be interested if you start exploring this uh, that's a a good way to really kind of sway and connect with us and and really support us as well. Excellent
1: and all that their YouTube channel and the Patreon in particular uh, and their uh, Twitter handle is in the notes down below. Uh, on your podcast catcher, so go check those out. Uh and I do agree, like the videos are fantastic there, and not just your Ghostbusters one. Like I've I've started to explore now. You've got Beetlejuice, you've got uh Strange Than Fiction, all kinds of different ones on there. So there's loads of good good content on there. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening and continuing to join us on this Ghostbusters trip. If you like what we're doing, go to your podcast catcher and leave a review, preferably five stars. But any feedback is welcome. And more than that, if you really, really like what we're doing. We've got a Patreon too, www.patreon.com slash 20CGmedia. That's 20 CG Media. Go on there. We've got a weekly podcast where uh, me and my partner, uh, Julian Darius, from Stories at Time and Space, are doing trekking through the Twilight Zone. Every episode of the Twilight Zone on a weekly basis. Every Tuesday, we drop a new trekking episode. And then I do a monthly one of 30 minute thoughts where someone asks me a question and I give my thoughts on it for 30 minutes. It's just a rambling load of fun. But ladies and gentlemen, go check it out. It's all very affordable and it helps us keep the t- lights on at 20th Century Towers. So anyway, Devon, it's been an absolute charming dream in having such a great Ghostbusters fan on the podcast so
0: thank you so much i i was i had a wonderful time i'd love to come back no yeah we'll definitely have you back
1: and i'm going to do a bit of a collection i think of of, re- of reactions to the film so i might ask you to drop some uh, a couple of minutes reactions at some point and we'll pop those out uh but ladies and gentlemen thank you very much and uh, we shall talk again soon mm-hmm.